Christmas in July, everybody. <laughs> How are you? Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show. Maybe you've heard about us. We're pretty <laughs> popular on Instagram. We're going to just jump right in. Before I even say hello uh. to the guys, Danny and Chris are both here. I'm Eric Peterson. Uh, we are so excited, and we are going to just jump right into this because, all right. Danny, all the credit goes to Danny. Oh, come on. Danny Jordan has been crushing the Instagram algorithm and has figured out <laughs> when we started this little old podcast in our garages, it was like, as we said, it was like for our families and maybe a few friends to listen to. Yeah. Danny has put us at, at currently, let's see, I'm going to pull it up so I have a, the get, most current. Let's but refresh. By refresh. the time. <laughs> yes, but even by the time that you hear this, it will probably be so much more. Yes, it was it was 80 I think it was 84,000 just about 10 minutes ago. Oh, We're wow. now at 86.7 thousand followers. Oh my gosh. On our Instagram <laughs> account, Christmas Countdown Show. What have I done? Because Danny has been crushing it. He's been doing these great reels. He's figured out reels. He's figured out posting. So let's give a, a round of applause to Danny Jordan, who oh, is just you. crushing the Instagram game. <laughs> so we may have a bunch of new listeners yeah. listening uh, to us for the first time. So if you are new, welcome. Welcome to the family. This is a Christmas podcast where now we're in like mid-off-season uh, uh, form right now because it's you know July. But we go hard starting in <laughs> probably October. Um, where we're doing, you know, one or two episodes a week, and you'll get your full Christmas blast. Um, but right now, we're we're giving you a special Christmas in July episode. Uh, now I'll say hello, Danny Jordan, and Chris Sisley are uh, my two good buddies here. We're all together. We are talking to you about Christmas. This episode's going to be a good one. We're talking about top five things about Christmas that we're looking forward to. Yes, it's hard to be in July and not have the the Christmas lights and the music all around us. You may be having it privately, but as we all know, we're all wishing for it to be public knowledge. So we're going to talk about that today. Danny, Chris, how are you guys? How you doing? How is your Christmas spirit? Are you, uh, is the meter of Christmas spirit at full <laughs> or is it uh, dipping into uh, near empty? Are you on fumes? How you doing? Honestly, Eric, I mean, I feel like we've talked about this ad nauseum on the show. You know, to me, it feels like to launch and continue into season two and even like an off-season version of a Christmas podcast, your meter has to be pretty darn high all the time. Um, oh, yeah. and, and as you said, I, I think with everything that's been happening with our Instagram page over the last 60 days is wild. You know, I went back even the last 30 days, uh, I was texting you guys earlier today and I said, hey, you should go back and listen to like approximately, what is it, 11 minutes to 15 minutes from our Dasher Day episode, because we were like really excited about our Instagram numbers then. And I think when we <laughs> recorded that, I was like, dude, I think we're going to hit 4,000. I think we're going to hit 4,000. And I said, wouldn't it be wild if we hit 25,000 by October? Yeah. And now we're at 86,000 plus. And, and what's wild about it is that it doesn't seem to be slowing down. It, you know, for all of our right. listeners, just so you know, like, it's not like we're, you know, like, oh, yeah, it's about time the world knows who we are. Like, we are having back channel text <laughs> messages like virtually every day where it's like, uh, we just got another 10,000 followers today. And the guys were talking to me about it Insane. before we started. Insane. It's wild. And, the guys were talking to me about it before we recorded. And, and I said, I was like, I don't know how to feel about this right now. <laughs> you know, there's, 
there's very little pressure when like 900 people follow you, but when there's like right. almost 90,000, you're like, got a real platform. Yeah. You're like, Oh, like now you, I don't know. But, but at the same time, I'm also like, I'm just going to keep doing what we're doing because I think that's what makes our show. And now our Instagram page unique is that we're not changing anything. Like as our no. show grew last season and we were downloaded in over 175 countries, like the tone of our show, our personalities never changed. It just happened to be more people were listening to the show. And I think that's what we're going to continue to do with our social media is to continue to put out, you know, fun stuff that gets people excited about the holidays, but polls that, that people really like to engage in. And I yep. think for me, what I'm just genuinely excited about, and we'll get into this more in our countdown today, is that there's just this huge Christmas obsessed community that we are not just connected to, but we're sort of like hosting. Like it almost feels like we're hosting the largest Christmas party yeah. in the world, which if you, yes. if you're new to this show, like the idea of hosting the largest Christmas party in the world is probably the coolest <laughs> thing you could ever propose to Eric, Chris and myself, because we are just yes. that big of fans of the show. And you know, it's, it's just cool. It's fun to, to see all of you all engaging on socials. And, and honestly, Eric, you know, because I, I manage the Instagram, one of the, the fun things about it is like some of our OG fans, like from like the early days when we had like yeah. 200 followers, they'll DM us from time to time. And they're like, right. Yeah. They're like, we check in like multiple times a day just to see how big your audience is. And they're like, we're just <laughs> the numbers. Yeah. And, and they'll be like, you crack the algorithm, which is, it's like, they, they know that like, it's been this, which is so funny. Thing. Cause we yeah. used to joke about the algorithm all the time in, yeah. in the early episodes of, yeah. of season one. We're like, we're trying to figure out the algorithm. Yep. And Danny's done it. He, I said, it's like, it's like you're touching lightning. You're somehow grabbing the power of Instagram. It's amazing. And it, what's so exciting is that hopefully all of these new people who've been enjoying the reels and enjoying the polls will, you know, check out the show yeah. and we'll listen to it and we'll get, uh, you know, jazzed by it. And we'll, you know, the, the audience will just continue to grow and people will, I mean, it's not like Christmas is a, uh, unpopular holiday. I think around <laughs> the world, most people are going to say that Christmas is one of their favorite holidays, if not their number one. Yeah. And now uh, hopefully we're finding a place that people can sort of channel that uh, love of the season. So this is uh, this is really good. Eric, we're, we're very I, I do proud have something of you, to interject based off of that is, oh, yes. you know, inevitably when you get this big of an audience, you know, early days when we had, you know, 900 followers who were very committed and we were very grateful for like every time we would sure, hit like yeah. 800, 900, 1000, like we would we would celebrate. And we're still celebrating you yeah. know, to this day. But when you have an audience of nearly 90,000, which is just wild to say, inevitably the trolls start coming. Uh, inevitably the haters start oh, coming. Sure. And we're, you know, because I'll go in and you can like filter on Instagram your notifications based off of like likes and comments. And so like, I like to try to engage as much as possible yeah. with everybody. But like some people are just like, sure. stop, no not now you know there's a there's a season for everything <laughs> and it takes everything inside of me eric to not to not chirp uh. back at these people because here's my thinking on it i get the argument of like there's a season for everything 100 percent. sure but do you go to a football fan and tell them not to talk about football in may just because it's not football season yeah. no right if that's something you love look i'm not telling you to watch my instagram reel if you don't want to watch an instagram reel 
go watch a cooking Swear video. Yeah, get past it. Yeah. But it is funny because there's like some haters that have definitely come out and I'm like, oh crap, do we need to like have an administrator to like keep an eye on these chat boards? <laughs> like make sure people aren't like slamming each other here. I don't know. It's like, oh you know, man. We, we, well, here's, here's the thing. I feel like if people are engaged, then that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, obviously you don't want the tide to turn to where, you know, <laughs> all of our followers are like, please stop posting. <laughs> but I don't think that that's the case, you know? And so I think the, the thing to remember is, uh, let's say we, you know, get to 90,000, which seems very likely. Think about this. Think about the big house, which is the Michigan uh, University of Michigan football stadium is the large. I think it's the largest stadium in uh, at least America. OK, uh, is like 100,000 seats or 110,000 seats. Yeah, that is a ton of people, like a ton, ton of people. Yeah. And. And to think that that that's essentially the audience that we're speaking to about Christmas and what's the best, you know, Jamie Cullum song on this <laughs> new album is hilarious. It's so it's cool. It's also kind of terrifying, too. Like, don't put it, it in those terms. It is a little terrifying. It's like sort of when you go to Vegas, you know, and you're like, oh, a $100 chip looks just like a $1 chip. You don't really get yes. the, like, the idea of, like, how much it's worth. Yeah. yeah. So, like, for me, that's what's, we like, wild to me is that that's why I say like, I, what have I done? I, I don't know what's happening. Cause like, it's just like, Oh, our numbers went up by another 10,000 today. Like that's just sort of become what happens. Like, you know, Chris and I will, will text each other. He goes, yeah, he goes another 10 K like literally like every 24 hours we're getting about 10,000 new followers. And that's been happening for three or four days now. Um, and it's and, only July, and, <laughs> right? It's only July a B You've done this, Danny, without necessarily like a, a like a big viral video that like got a bunch of people to our page. Right. You're just posting consistently positive, good content, and it's appearing to people and the algorithm is doing its job and, and spreading <laughs> it out. But like, you know, it's one thing if you're like, hey, I made some video and it like went really viral. And so then a bunch of people came to our page. That's not what's happening here. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're hoping to like have videos that people enjoy, but but you're just doing such good, consistent, positive work. So Aww. I just wanted to give you the props that you deserve. Thank I know you. Chris uh, feels the same way. So uh, congrats to you, Danny. Thank you. Um, I'm excited about our list today. Mm. I know we're gonna we're gonna do our little, uh, you know. Uh, maybe some memes and things and stuff like that. But I think our list is going to be good because I think this episode, particularly being our Christmas in July episode, yeah. it, m this is that halfway point. Or I guess Dasher Day was technically our halfway point. But we're now like, we're getting into the throes. I was actually just talking to my son just the other day. He said, he was like, Daddy, how many more holidays are there this year? And I was like, well, there's the big ones are really, we got like Labor Day, the end of the summer, and then we got Halloween. And then Thanksgiving, and then we're at Christmas. And I was like, geez, that's only like a few holidays away. Right. Now, granted, it's, you know, it's five, six months, but like it still is like if you're going just by in the kid's mind of like when's the next thing to look forward to, we're really not that far away from Christmas. So I think our list of top five things to look forward to is going to be a good one today. I agree. And, you know, speaking of things to look forward to, speaking of Christmas in July, uh, I messaged you guys the other day. You know, I'm not just like spreading the word about our show in the the metaverse here, folks. The other day I was at Starbucks uh, here in my my hometown 
as I'm sort of transitioning to a new office, I got to go to Starbucks to take advantage of their internet. So thank you, Starbucks, for your, your free sure. internet, even though you regulate it and they sort of throttle you down if you're there too long. But maybe we'll get them to sponsor our show and they'll give us like unthrottled internet for season two. But um, I was there at the Starbucks the other day and I, I want one thing. I want unthrottled internet. internet. <laughs> They're like, you sure you don't want like $50,000? No. If I could get unthrottled internet, that it would be amazing. Like- that's a great name for a punk band we are unthrottled internet (laughs) we will bring you maximum download speed uh uh, anyway Uh, but yes you are right all right sorry you were at starbucks i was at starbucks and up by the the registers they had this little like i don't know fake fir tree that looked just like a little christmas tree and i said to the guy behind the counter i was like you guys are going to give me some Christmas vibes today. I got to be honest with you. And he's like, oh, Christmas in July. We should totally decorate for that. And I said, you 100% should decorate for that because, you know, Starbucks, yes. they're sort of independently able to manage themselves in terms of like, you know, if they want to do like a, a pajama day or like a superhero yeah. day, they can sort of dress up how they want. And so they, the Starbucks by my house this Friday, so we're recording this on Monday, so four days from right now, they are going to be decorating my local Starbucks for Christmas in July just because I went in and told them that we are the number one Christmas podcast. So, and in honor of that, uh, I have offered to pay for like, you know, the first, I don't know, 10 cups of coffee or whatever. And they're going to give out our stickers to all the customers, which is super fun. So it's not, it's not just this new age, you know, hashtaggy metaverse sort of promotion we're doing. We're going old school here too. We're giving out stickers. And speaking of, I showed this to the guys and actually I've showed it to a couple of our, our loyal fans on social media who've been asking because believe it or not, Eric and Chris, We've been getting DMs from our fans saying, hey, any plans for merch this season? They're like, I need I need a Christmas countdown sticker. I need a Christmas countdown uh, ornament. Um, well, Christmas is coming early this year, friends. We do have our first run of Christmas countdown stickers. And if you want one, if you're interested in one, shoot us a DM. And I don't know, maybe we'll charge you a dollar or maybe we'll just give them away for free because I'm horrible at business. But um, but we are going to be uh, putting a stack <laughs> a stack of these out. They kind of look like little coasters. Um, they're round. They've got our logo on them. They say Christmas countdown. But these are going to be going to my local Starbucks uh, this Friday. And so if you're here in Southern California, uh, DM me and I can let you know where you might be able to go and get your own free coffee and yes. free Christmas countdown sticker. Very exciting. I don't know why I said it like that. Sticker. I don't know why I said it like that, but whatever. I'm living my truth. Eric, (laughs) you know, I feel like this show is about Christmas, but there's one thing we need to address. I think your show, Kevin Kneff himself, is going to season two is coming very, very soon. Can we talk about that real quick for all our our, our fans out there? Yeah, we can. Uh, For those of you who may not know, I uh, am an actor and I'm on a show called Kevin Kneff himself, which is on AMC. Um, which had, you know, Breaking Bad and Mad Men and all those great shows, Walking Dead. And uh, we filmed season two, uh, and it is going to start airing. We have an air date now on August 22nd, season two, the final season uh, of the show. It's going to be very exciting, very great. There's some good, deep, dark stuff going on in um, Annie's character, Allison, uh, and, and... 
for me, you get a lot of the same old <laughs> hijinks and, and goof arounds uh, and me acting like a, a big old buffoon, which is very fun for me to do. Uh, yeah, but it starts uh, August 22nd. Very exciting. Uh, so definitely check that out on AMC. Or if you don't have cable, you can get AMC Plus, the app. Uh, I think you can get it for like su- the app. You can get super cheap on Amazon for like $2 or something like that. There you go. But uh, yeah, August 22nd. Kevin Kneff himself, season two, will start airing. That's so really Check that out. How many episodes is it? It is. Uh, eight episodes. Okay. So almost going to get us to Christmas. Almost. Almost. Not quite, but almost. We'll we'll get uh, a good, decent way there. Yeah. Did you guys get to shoot a holiday-themed episode for the show at all, or no? We did a Halloween episode, but we didn't really do a Christmas episode, which is kind of a bummer because I, I mean, obviously I love Christmas, but I've been in quite a few Christmas episodes of TV shows that I've worked on. And so I was hoping that I would get to add to that tally with Kevin, but we just, uh, the storyline never crossed with uh, Christmas. Well, uh, Eric, I mean, with our following that we have now on social media, I'm going to put out the vibes that this holiday season... Christmas countdown is not just going to be a podcast, but we're going to be some sort of some sort of video element is going to exist for our show on some streamer or terrestrial old school this network. Is true. This I'm putting is out true. the vibes right now we're that working. we got we got things in the fire. We got irons in the fire. We're cooking with gas. We're working on it. Ooh. I think that this is a good time, Danny, though, to talk about our memes and things right. segment, which I don't, I can't remember. Did we do memes and things ever on Christmas Countdown, or was that only on our Parenting <sighs> Countdown show? I feel like it's you hard would, to remember for me. You would talk about memes, but I don't know if we necessarily gave it like a title. But it wasn't necessarily a segment, right? Yeah, okay. Well, we're gonna do it now. This is going to be memes and things <laughs> with Eric Peterson. And these are just the the silly, funny things that I've collected over the last few weeks uh, on the internet. And they don't necessarily have anything to do with Christmas, but hopefully they'll just give you a little smile. Uh, and so this is some curated memes and things. Hit it, Chris. Memes and things. Memes and things. It's time for Eric's memes and things. Oh, yes. man. Yeah. You are that welcome, Christmas Countdown crew. You are so welcome. <laughs> that was that was uh, gathered and put together by Chris over uh, Danny and I's uh, ridiculous musings. All right, here we go. <laughs> so these are a few memes and things that I found that were great. This one was so good. This is from uh, actually from Conan O'Brien, the Conan O'Brien. Mm. Uh, he posted a picture from, uh, it looks like maybe a Chipotle or a pizza restaurant or something. Where they have a sign up, like a just a simple printed uh, paper sign that says, there have been price increases to original menu due to the circumstances. It's, it's a very simple sign, right? And Conan wrote, we should refer to this period in history simply as the circumstances. and i I thought that was pretty good because it's i mean there's just so many things happening in the world right now with like covid and and political stuff and and i mean it's just a wild time to be alive so we can look back on this time as the circumstances which i think is great eric i have Um, to jump in here real quick i'm sorry to interrupt your memes and things but i was totally expecting these to all be christmas memes and things no look at that i surprised you you really did. Surprised yeah. you. <laughs> um, okay, here I can. I'll turn them into Christmas things. Here we go. Okay, Ready? I like that. Let's <laughs> do that. One, this one, this one's from the dad. 
uh, which is a, a Twitter account and Instagram account, uh, the dad, uh, he said, I could never be Batman. Imagine climbing into your bed in your SpongeBob Jam Jams and you look out the window and see that bat symbol. Nope. Nope. Not going to do it. I've got Christmas shopping to do. Hey. hey Christmas at the end there. There it is. Pretty good. Pretty this good. This is All right, sort of like with one. a fortune cookie when you have to like add like. Like you have to add bed, at yeah. Christmas time to the end of all of your memes <laughs> at Christmas and time. That's right. All right. This one is from uh, Mama Jessie C. Uh, she said, "A haunted house, but for dads, and all the lights are on, all of them <laughs> at Christmas. So it's all the Christmas lights are on during the day. <laughs> That's fun. This is adding a whole new a whole new layer to Eric's memes and things. I like this at Christmas time at the end. This is pretty good. This, this is, is fun. Good. Yeah." This is a good one here. Uh, this is, uh, and I was just telling the boys, I'm going to Yellowstone uh, in the next week or so. And uh, my wife has really planned out the entire trip for us. I just sort of go where I'm told. <laughs> and Men's Humor posted a, a meme that said, there are two people in every relationship. Partner one says, okay, I have our passports, our boarding passes, and car rental reservation. And partner two says, where are we going again? For Christmas? <laughs> For Christmas? <laughs> that's brilliant. Oh my gosh. See, I was able to turn it into Christmas. And that that's works. Eric's memes and things. It was just a couple uh funny uh, memes and things that were all totally Christmas related. They really they really had a Christmas vibe to them. I could feel it the entire the, time. I was sure. really trying to curate that over the last few weeks. Yeah, looking for good Christmas content. I love that. Um, <laughs> well, I'm glad we were able to introduce people to our, our parenting countdown bit, Eric's memes and things. Yes. Um, there is something that we have been notorious for doing here on Christmas Countdown, and that is that we like to, we like to share thoughts, reviews, uh, comments from our fans. In season one of Christmas Countdown, every yes. episode we would read reviews that people would post about our show. So if you are a new listener to the show or you're a longtime listener, but you've never reviewed our show, please head over on Apple. You can leave us a review. Uh, obviously, we want you to rate us five stars. On Spotify, you can't leave a review, but you can rate us. So if you're loving what you're hearing, please make sure to, to rate and review on Spotify, Apple, anywhere you're listening, and make sure you leave us that review because that's your chance to be heard on the show. And because we haven't really been promoting a lot of review stuff lately, uh, we did put out a post on our, our newly viral uh, Instagram page the other day asking our followers to send us questions. They wanted to hear us answer uh, on our Christmas in July episode of Christmas Countdown, and that is what we are going to do now. So I, I was thinking, Eric, you and I could each pick a couple questions at random. Sure. And just ask them, do you do you want me to to start or do you want to start? How do you want to do this? Um, I'll start. I'll start. Here we go. Okay. I'm going to grab one here. Uh, let's see. What was your favorite Christmas gift you have ever received? I have wait, wait, who asked that question? Oh, that sorry. Question? This is from Ryan Woolard underscore okay. Ryan. What's up, Ryan? Woolard. Hello, Ryan. Thanks for your question. Um, I would say recently the best gift I ever received is this past Christmas. I got uh, a record player for the first time, and now mm. I've become a total like vinyl head and love getting records and going to the record store and sitting down and listening to records. We've sort of like adopted this time with our family and with our kids where as opposed to like the like hey let's watch another show and then it's oh it's late everybody go to bed and it's like craziness we try mm -hmm. if not every night uh, at least a few times a week to have like an hour or an hour and a half where we all just sit on the couch and we put a record on we turn the lights down a little bit 
we allow the kids to, you know, be on their phones and they can be playing a game or something, but it's just like quiet time and everybody's just sort of like listening to music together. So that's definitely the best gift I ever received recently. But I will say that when I was mm. a kid, I really, really wanted the Ewok Village, Star Wars Ewok Ooh. Village. But I snooped. I think I've told this story, but I snooped and I found it. My mom knew that I found it. She asked me about it. I told the truth. And then I did not get it for Christmas. Oh, wow. I feel I like think, you talked about this on last season of Christmas Countdown. This feels very familiar. I probably did. To me. Yeah. yeah. And I think that she maybe got it for me, maybe like for my birthday. So I, because I do remember playing with it, but because it was like that thing that I just wanted so, so, so badly. But I snooped and, right. and I was proud of my parents for sort of like sticking to their guns. They're like, you snooped. All right. You don't get to have the gift anymore. But yeah. Wow. Those, Those are, are my two, two solid gifts. Yeah. yeah. What I, about you, Danny? This is reminding me. Yeah, so when you got your record player, I don't know if you remember, but we talked about this a lot on season one and you inspired me to bust out my record player that was sort of just yes. sitting in the garage and I've become you know, a pretty big vinyl head. I actually went out and bought a brand new turntable that's got Bluetooth capabilities so I yes. can connect it to my speaker in my living room, but it's also got a headphone jack, which I was adamant about as well, because I wanted to be able to really like, you know, one of the cool things, I think you talked about this, Eric, was that you laid on the ground and you put like your speakers on either side of your head so you could yeah. like hear like the breaths that like Sinatra was taking on certain songs and stuff and yeah. um, and hear the crackle. And it's just been super fun to like go back and listen. And I actually went out and bought, I already have like, I think two Christmas albums that I've been rocking on, on my new record player. I got the, um, that famous, uh, what is it? The Phil Spector one, um, mm -hmm. with like the Ronettes and all that. I bought that yep. Christmas album. And then actually one of our fans last year sent us our first package of fan mail. Somebody sent me Dean Martin's Christmas album, um, which I've I been listening when you got to. That, yeah. On, yeah, which was really, really cool. So um, thank you for inspiring me uh, with your favorite gift, uh, Eric. I would say mine, Ryan. I, You know, there's this one gift that always cracks me up every time I think about it. And I think because it makes me laugh, it's probably one of my favorite gifts. And it came from my brother. And I think I talked about this on the show previously, but um, he gave me, because if you've listened to the show, you know that Home Alone is my favorite Christmas movie of all time. And in that movie, uh, Kevin is going through Buzz's trunk and he finds that picture of Buzz's girlfriend and then he like slams the, slams the frame down. My brother, uh, a few years back for Christmas, gave me a framed picture of Buzz's girlfriend uh, for Christmas, <laughs> which was just absolutely brilliant. And it will always be one of my favorite gifts just because it's, it's those little things, you know, Very like we've specific. talked about that on our show before. It's like, you know, when to be thoughtful, you know, to, to, to think about something, you know, that is very specific to that person and then to take the time to go out and make it happen. Those, those are the gifts I love giving and, and they are the gifts that I love receiving. I think in terms of childhood, when I got my Sega Genesis, when I was, I don't know, probably 11 or whatever, however old I was at that point in time. That was a pretty epic Christmas, you know, because yeah. up until then it was only Nintendo in the house. And once like Sega came out, you know, it just took your gaming experience to a, to a whole new level. So I would say those are, uh, those are like Sonic top two that, that popped yeah. to mind. A, a Sonic boom level, some might say. <laughs> um, another, another deep cut video game reference. That's a great question, Ryan. Thank you so much uh, for, for submitting that. Somebody asked a question on here. Let me see if I can find it that uh, really made me laugh. And I want to share that one. This comes from A. 
music 24 on Instagram and a music wanted to know, is this your only job? Um, <laughs> and a <laughs> music, I look, we've talked about it already on this episode. I think nothing would make Eric and myself happier than for this to be our job for us to be <laughs> yes. able to provide for our families through showing up once a week and talking about Christmas. Um, right now, Christmas countdown is solely a labor of love yes. um, for you all as as the fans, for you all as Christmas obsessed people, and for us. You know, Eric and I just love getting together. We're buddies. We love talking about Christmas. So right now, it's it's not a it's not a job. It's a it's a hobby. Yes. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed. Knock on all the things. Come October, November of this year, uh, Christmas countdown becomes our job, and you know, and we can provide for our families. But if it doesn't. I'm okay with We're that still too. Happy you know, with it. yes, exactly. That, exactly. that that was a great question, though. I got a good one here. This is from the Mellow Mellow, the dot Mellow Mellow, Ooh. and they okay. ask, "What is the correct number of Christmas trees per room ratio?" Great Ooh. question. You're clearly That's thinking in the right way. Question. If you're already yeah. that kind of question, you're you're on the right track. Uh, I would say you need at least one Christmas tree per room, right? That's that's minimum. So I'm talking bedrooms, maybe not bathrooms. I don't know if you need a Christmas tree in the bathroom. If you got a little one, great, go for it. But you definitely need a Christmas tree in every room. And in your main room, your main like living room, whatever that is, your family room, whatever you want to call it, I personally like to have two. This past year we did too. What we did is we had one tree that had all of our like family ornaments, right? So that's it's a very sort of mismatched tree because it's just ornaments that we've collected over the years, ornaments from when we were kids, um, stuff mm -hmm. like little the craft ornaments that your kids make when they're in kindergarten and stuff like that. So that tree for us is very colorful and it has a lot of nostalgia to it and memories. And then we also have a tree that we do sort of like a themed tree where it's very, this last year we did gold and red and silver, gold, silver, Ooh. and red. So we had like gold, only gold and silver uh, ornaments on the tree. And then we had like a red ribbon with gold trim kind of like wrapping the tree. So it had a, a much more sort of like clean aesthetic, but I like to get both because I think that, you know, some people love like an all white tree or with all white lights, which I think is great. Right. But I think it's also great to have sort of the like multicolor classic tree that doesn't necessarily fall into one aesthetic, but has the sort of nostalgia. So my feeling is at least one tree per room, but in your main room, you you I I recommend at least two big trees, and then you can have little trees all over the place. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Eric, you're you're making me feel like I don't have enough trees in my house. You got right more, you now. gotta get more trees. And I actually, as you know, uh, and I think I just shared this recently on our show, right before it was our Dasher Day party. I actually bought another yeah. tree. It's about a it's about a three and a half foot tree. And I think that one is uh, it's pre-lit. I think that one's gonna become uh, Emerson, my oldest daughter, I think that'll be the tree that, that goes up in, in her room. But right now we have one tree in the living room, one tree in the dining room, which has become like, uh, like old ornaments from my childhood that my, my parents right. have now made me take into my home. Uh, now those get hung on that tree along with, we have a, um, an advent, uh, sort of calendar situation that a friend of ours from London sent these little like, uh, Mickey head and Mickey hand baubles. Um, and so we, and 
we do a countdown like from you know December 1st to December 25th and they all go in a bag and every every morning my daughter gets to pick one out and then she she hangs it on that tree so that would be one in the living room one in the dining room and then we have a little Snoopy uh, Charlie Brown tree in the bathroom sure so I might actually be creeping up on this uh, on one this ratio, one. and then I have a bunch of little ones that we do like on the sure. entertainment unit, and then on on the mantle as well. So I yep. guess I feel like when you add all those together, we're probably at like ten trees. Yeah, you know, and then add all the decorations in the front. I mean, it's it's out of control. So, oh sure, what is the proper ratio, Mellow? I think whatever your your Christmas loving heart tells you. If if you want to, you can't have too much. You can't have too many trees. I think that I think that's the moral of the story, right? No, perfect. I'm glad we we answered. The, there are things in life that you can have too much of. That like things can feel like, all right, that's a little much. Chill out, right? Like French fries. But in regards to sure, like too much French fries, too much, um, uh, too much alcohol at a party or something, yeah. right? Like there there are plenty of things that you can overdo. Christmas decorations cannot be overdone. If you've ever seen a show like the, you know, Great American Christmas Light Fight, you always can go bigger and it always <laughs> is pleasing. So I don't I don't think that you can have too many uh, Christmas decorations or trees in your house. So if you can go if you can get even more than one to one, I say go for it. Wow. Even as you were saying that, I'm like, I don't I feel like there's there's a break point. We talked about this, like if it gets to the the point where you've run out of room in your garage to store everything, then you make, you're having to make a very clear decision in your life at that point in time. It's like, okay, am I now investing a hundred dollars a month in a storage unit to store (laughs) all of my Christmas decorations for three months? Yeah. 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 Or like, you're like, you know what, do we really need to save all the children's artwork for over the years? I could fit another uh, box of Christmas decorations <laughs> over on that shelf. I think it's a, it's hilarious. If you are a Christmas display person, that is, it gets to that point where you have to make that decision uh, for sure, which yeah. I feel like I'm creeping up on, Eric, but we'll, we'll save that uh, for, for later this year. <laughs> for another um, yes, great right, question. Let's do one Mello. more. Let's do yeah, one let's more. do one more. I think this one, this one really stuck out to me. Um, before we do the question, I'll just shout out a couple people who just made statements. Um, there was someone named Jurgen yes. the Jurgen the Cat said greetings from Germany. Hello, Jurgen the Cat. We're so glad that you found us in Germany. Guten Tag. Guten Tag, uh, Guten Tag. for sure. But they actually said greets from Germany, which makes me wonder: Do people say greets rather than greetings? Like, is that like a like a shortened like rather than saying "What's up," you say "Sup"? I don't know. Um, I don't know either. Let us know, Jurgen. And then Bobby Smith said, love what you're doing. Thank you, Bobby Smith. There was another one in here. Somebody just said Vicky Scanlon. I don't know what that means, but um, shout out to Vicky <laughs> Scanlon. Uh, <laughs> I felt like I, I, that one came in. I was like, I just got to read that because either. I don't know if that's like code for something. Um, and someone's like, let me see if I can get him to say Vicky Scanlon on the show. Um, well, well, you did. <laughs> Uh, uh, and then somebody else said, uh, where is this? Love Xmas. That came from May, May Rolo. So thank you, May. And thank you, Joyce Kessa, for posting Vicky Scanlon. What's funny is I actually know someone with the last name Scanlon, but it's not Vicky. Anyway, uh, last question on this episode before we get into our countdown. This one comes from DK Lampke. Yeah, I'm just going to say DK Lampke. Uh, otherwise, I think I might get into trouble on that one. Um, their question is, when did your love of Christmas begin? Which I think is a great question. I saw that one come through Eric and I was like, 
when did my love of Christmas begin? Because I, I started racking my brain and I was wondering, I was like, can I remember a time in my life when I didn't love Christmas? No. And th- yes, I, exactly. The answer was immediately no. But it's sort of like when you go to therapy and you're like, like they ask you why, and then you got to like ask why again and why and why, and you sort of like go deeper to try to get to the root of things. So I started wondering, I was like, right. there's got to be, so it has to be something in my early childhood. Had to have been a moment in my early childhood where there was like a core memory of some sort where something just made me yeah. love the Christmas season. And and I think what I went back to, or I've gone back to in my mind is that to me, the fondest memories that I have of Christmas are family together. Mm-hmm. And so that must mean that for me in early childhood, and maybe this is because my parents got separated when I was really young, but maybe there was something about family being together all together on a specific day that felt safe to me that felt sure. like happy to me um because there was so much you know if you grew up in like a divided sort of family situation like you're spending like weekends at one house and then weekdays at another and like there's just a lot of like instability um yeah. so maybe it was because christmas felt stable to me and Christmas was something that I could count on, that that's when I yep. knew family would be together. So I don't know yeah. exactly when that happened, DK Lampke, but I'm going to guess it It probably has something to do with that. What about you, Eric? Um, I'd say my, uh, I also feel like I can't remember a time that I didn't love Christmas, but I, I definitely, like when I, if I, if I close my eyes and you had just sprung this question on me and like when, when, what's my earliest, like just God, I love Christmas so much probably would be when I was a young, like in seventh or eighth grade, I joined mm. the church choir at my church, like the adult choir. Cause I was like old enough to be in the adult choir and we would do this uh, song, a thousand candles uh, mm. in the Christmas Eve service and we would like march down the sides of the church in our robes and we had these little candles and these little red books that were like just construction paper books of the lyrics and we would light the candles at each pew to like start the kind of end of the service and i just remember that feeling like so important and that i felt like really connected to my especially my mom because she was in the choir as well and like so those early like christmas eve services Hmm. really i i feel like we're the the time where i really locked into like this is so important to me and i love this so much and this feeling that i have right now with my family and with the like candlelight and the music and in the Hmm. church it just was it was everything for me so that would that would be probably mine what about you chris as you take a sip of your uh eggnog (laughs) (laughs) i wish it was eggnog I grew up in South Florida, but I spent my summers and winters in uh, Illinois in the suburbs of Chicago. You and know? I think the th- yeah thing I think about most when I think about the holidays is being at my grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. Like my family there, like my aunts and uncles and cousins, and it was an older house, so like all the decorations felt like mid-century sort of yeah. decorations. So it was a very like specific type of Christmas. And it's a Christmas that like I kind of strive to recreate now as an adult in the 2020s now, like for my kid. I like that specifically. I like being around family and stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 
Love that. These were great, great questions. questions. And there's a bunch um, that we didn't get to that we'll save for mm-hmm. yeah. other episodes. But yeah. We'll save for that for Christmas in August. But if you do, you know, have a question for us, if there's something you want to hear us chat about on the show or or you have a review that you want to share with us, please, uh, you know, head over to Apple, leave us a ra- rating and review over there. Obviously, we would love five golden stars yes. as we like to sing here on the show. Or if you're not active on on Apple Podcasts, you can shoot us a DM. We are at Christmas Countdown Show on Instagram. Uh, Facebook and TikTok, or you can follow us at Xmas Pod on Twitter. That's a great way to connect with us and engage in all this hot viral content we're sharing yeah. out there uh, into the social world. And, it, you know, we just love connecting with you all. So thank you to everyone who submitted a question for this episode. If we didn't read yours, don't worry. Like Eric said, we still have them and uh, we're going to we're going to share them. We're going we're gonna to find a way to answer all of these questions. Maybe we'll do a little bonus episode for the Patreon family. Yes. Ooh, there you go. Speaking of Patreon, Lincoln, uh, Lincoln liner notes. If you're interested in joining the Christmas countdown crew on Patreon, it's a great way to get access to our private group on Facebook. Uh, you can also become a close friend on Instagram and we are going to be releasing extra bonus episodes, uh, going into season two for all of our Patreon supporters. Plus you get invited to any live recording sessions that Eric and I do. Um, that is something we specifically reserve for our Patreon supporters. So make sure you click that link in the liner notes and join the Patreon family that being said eric should we uh should we do let's this should do we get to, the get to the countdown i'm ready it only took us 45 minutes let's That's do this pretty on on par for us <laughs> all right so this is we're, we're ahead of schedule <laughs> this is going to be the top five things that you are looking forward to this coming christmas uh i will start with number one or number five for me my first one uh number five for me this is a good one uh it's going to be engaging with our fans. I'm actually really looking Ooh. forward to the fact that because Danny has done such a bang up job getting us so many followers wow. on Instagram, I do anticipate that this coming season when we're really in the thick of uh, Christmas countdown show that we're going to have just a lot more fan uh, and listener engagement because there's so many more people who are aware of us now. So I'm actually really yeah. looking forward to that. And sort of the segment that we just did with, you know, responding to fan questions. Uh, I'm, uh, I think that's going to be a, a really cool thing that we're going to get to do this coming Christmas that is, will be new to us. So for uh, number five for me is engaging with our fans. This Christmas. Did I hit the cadence of that? Like really well, like sort of coming out of the end of what you said. It was really good. It was very. That good. feels like perfect. a great theme song for this episode, Chris. I don't know, you know, if you can drop that in somewhere strategically, I would love to hear you do that. Okay. This Christmas. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, let's get to my number five here. So number five for me, this is something that I don't know if I have ever done in my life. I know I talked about this on the show before, like it's sort of like a dream of mine, like something I really want to do is to spend Christmas Day. I want to have a white Christmas. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've dreamed of that ever since I was a kid, you know, growing up in Southern California, white Christmas isn't really like something that, that we have here, but, um, but what we are capable of doing, or we are able to do here in Southern California is you can be at the beach in the morning, but you can also be in the mountains in the afternoon. Yeah. So, so number five for me is I, I'm making this, I'm making a statement. I'm making a promise to myself and to my children right now that this Christmas season, we will be going to the mountains and playing in the snow 
at Christmas time. Specifically, if it's Lake Arrowhead or Big Bear, those would be like like tops on my list because they've just got this really cool sort of like downtown area mm. um, where you can like they have the village up in Big Bear where it just feels very quaint and like all wood grain sort of like columns. It feels like you know what you see in like Hallmark movies. Like that's yeah. that's what downtown Big Bear feels like. So so for me. This Christmas, I'm looking forward to spending some time, the holiday season, in the snow. Whether that's the mountains here in Southern California, or you know, maybe uh, maybe we find ourselves, Eric, in New York at some point this season. Uh, you know, down New there at Macy's and Herald York. Square, and yes. wouldn't that be incredible to be able to uh, be there for the tree lighting in Rockefeller, and maybe have a little snow falling as the lights are sort of you know twinkling over on Fifth Avenue. That's that's my goal cry. is to experience. I know, I know. We could record our podcast right there in 30 Rock. Chris informed me that there's a podcast studio. Oh, yeah. I think it used to be a newsstand or something like that, and they've converted it into a podcast studio. So who knows, folks? The snow might be falling outside in midtown Manhattan, and your boys might be sitting in a podcast studio chatting about Christmas. So I'm just putting that out into the universe. This Christmas, I will be in a snowy environment with lights twinkling around. And snow falling from the sky with my family. That's uh, that's number five for me. That's what I'm looking forward to this Christmas. What uh, what do you got at number four, Eric? All right. So for me, number four, uh, this is a, a a sort of umbrella one, but it's it's a valid one. I'm looking forward to new Christmas music and movies. Mm. Um, I love when you know. Obviously, I, there's so many great classic Christmas albums that we love, but I love every year around you know mid November when you know either you know Kelly Clarkson has like a new album or John Legend has a new Christmas album or you know whatever or some artist that you never would have thought of right around now here in July and August is recording their Christmas album to come out oh. this year and we don't even know about it yet which is oh, exciting so for me. cool so uh, I, I'm looking forward to all the new Christmas music that will come out uh, and also new Christmas movies you know we've talked about how you know the Santa Claus uh, TV show is going to be coming out yeah. there's the Christmas story 2 is coming out so there's a lot of good stuff uh, of new christmas stuff to look forward to while a lot of times i definitely lean towards the more nostalgic and the already established i love i also really love when new stuff comes out so i'm uh, definitely number four for me is looking forward to new christmas music and movies you know what's great about that is that that gives us new stuff to count down on our well, show right you know, I think we did so many themes last season that I was a little worried at the end of the season. I was like, are we going to have stuff to talk about? But I've found myself, Eric, I don't know if you've been doing this, but on my phone, I've been keeping an ongoing list of like theme ideas that I think we should do yeah. uh, for season two. And, you know, tying into that, like as new Christmas albums come out or new Christmas movies, like they may sort of find themselves, uh, you know, on on our list. Our like, lists, yeah. yeah, exactly. Which is really, really exciting. All right, so number four for me is it's pretty similar to what you had at number five, Eric. Uh, you know, I put the Christmas countdown show crew, the Christmas countdown crew. I think, you know, I'm looking forward to reconnecting with so many people who were a part of the crew for season one, who would reach out to us on on a weekly basis and let us know that they were listening and they would share their countdowns with us, which is just so cool that this little engine that could, that we sort of, you know, started chugging along the tracks that you all got so excited about it, that you felt one that you wanted to 
you know, come back and keep listening week over week. Um, but the, you wanted to share your countdowns with us. I think I'm looking forward to hearing what you think about what Eric and I pick, you know, hearing your thoughts on um, countdowns that, that we should do uh, is really, really fun. But also this idea that we really have created, curated this community of Christmas lovers that hopefully you all will start to find each other on, you know, through our social media pages and we'll start to connect um, with one another. And again, that is the fun of, of being a member of our Patreon is that there is this private group where you all get to interact on this page together and you get to connect with Christmas fans just like yourself um, all around the world. Eric and I are there. Chris is there. Um, so I, I, I'm just, it's, it's wild to think like how much fun and how full our hearts were last season when we were chatting with, you know, a few hundred people. What is it going to be like when it's like a hundred thousand? Like that's just... It, it makes me smile, you know, because yeah. it's like, it's people who just love something that we love so much. So yeah. that's what I'm looking forward to uh, at number four. Uh, what do you got at number three, Eric? Uh, number three is, uh, I don't know, maybe you're going to say this is a uh, not a lame one, because you're not going to think it's lame, but it's a very simple one. I just wrote Christmas lights. Mm. I love, I love driving through town and seeing Christmas lights everywhere, uh, whether it's like we're actively trying to look at the biggest house with the most coolest Christmas lights, or even just like the regular you drive by and somebody just has a simple string along the gutter. You know, I just love once Christmas lights are out in full effect and it makes me want to be out on the roads at night so I can see that stuff. So uh, number three for me, I just love and obviously Christmas lights in within my house, but uh, when when I get to drive around and see Christmas lights everywhere, that really makes me feel so happy. Oh, dude! One of my favorite parts of Christmas. So definitely looking forward to that. Hundred percent. It's it's like you and I looked at each other's lists here today, Eric. Because <laughs> uh, at number three, it wasn't so much driving around and seeing lights. For me, it was adding to my display. Sure. I I look forward, you know, every year to seeing, you know, when I walk into Lowe's, because uh, Lowe's is my go-to, and yes, Lowe's, if you're listening, we would love for you to sponsor the show. Um, we are fully open to that. But I love walking into Lowe's come mid-November and starting to see that whole front section start filling up with Christmas trees and, you know, the, the front yeah. racks start just getting piled full of lights and you've got all like the inflatables are up there and it's just, it dominates like the first, it is like you've walked into like Christmas dreamland when you walk into Lowe's and I'm sure it's the same, you know, at, at Home Depot and Michael's and other stores where you yeah. might, you know, go to buy your decorations. But um, one of the most exciting things for me is being one of those first people to walk into the store um, once they've made the switch over for the holiday season and seeing what they've brought in and and sort of game planning. Like I don't I don't just walk in and grab like the first thing that I see and go that's it. Like I I have to take stock sort of mentally and be like okay last year I had the I had my Mickey Minnie and Christmas tree inflatables here and and I had like my snowman and gingerbread man were over there and Santa and the tree and the gifts were there and okay so where was where were the empty spots you know on on my lawn or on my house last year and then looking for that that perfect thing to fill that space but also what is really made this this specific thing something i look forward to is that i now get to share in it with my daughter Emerson you know cuz she just totally. loves christmas lights so much and so last year, she she was actually the one who picked out our our new thing that we added to to our home uh, exterior decorations last year. So um, knowing that she loves Christmas lights and 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 that display as much as I do is um, 
it's wild. You know, we, we obviously chat about this a lot on parenting countdown, but like, I just had a similar experience to this yesterday. I took her to see like her first like big theater production. I took her to see Newsies yesterday. Yeah. And much like with Christmas now, it's about like, I like to watch her reacting to things, you know, reacting to sure. the lights in our house, reacting to the the Christmas movies that we watch. You know, yesterday, half of the show, I was just watching her watch the show yeah, yeah. to see the way she would light up. So um, yeah, all that being said, I'm very much looking forward to uh, walking into Lowe's this year and, and seeing what they've what sort of goodies they have waiting for us that we get to add uh, add to our house. And that's um, that's number three for me, which gets us to our top Love two. It. What do you got, Eric? Top two. All right, number two. Uh, one thing that I'm specifically looking forward to this Christmas is seeing family. And by that, I mean my extended family because – so I have a pretty large uh, group of aunts and uncles and cousins who all mostly live in the Chicagoland area. And they do a thing called Danley Family Christmas. Danley is my mom's maiden name, so it's mostly that side of the family. Yeah. Um, and it's just a great, great party. And it's like our family is so close, but we are somewhat spread out around the country now. So we don't get to see each other. At least we don't get to see the that side of the family as much as we would like. And we're really sort of committing this year to going to Danley Family Christmas because a lot of times I end up having to work around the holidays and then I can't go to it. Um, but we're sort of, you know, really crossing our fingers that this year we'll be able to go. And also my uncle Dave, whose house that we uh, normally do Danley Family Christmas in, uh, I think he's selling his house. So it'll be the last year oh, in that wow. house. And he's got a, a great, great big house in Lake Forest, Illinois. And uh, it's just like he gets a tr he gets a Christmas tree that's usually about, I don't know, 18 feet tall. He has like really high ceilings. So he has like an enormous Christmas tree. And it's just a great time. So uh, seeing family, but specifically uh, seeing my sort of extended family is my number two thing that I'm looking forward to this Christmas. Yeah. I love that so much. Uh, I'm. Am I breaking up for you guys? Oh, are you there? Am I here? Okay. <laughs> now we got you. You're back. Okay. I was reacting on my end, uh, so you have the audio of it, <laughs> but it was like breaking up, so I was trying to guess when you were like done, so I was like, oh, okay, yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, might as well just leave this in the show so people can get some honest feeling. Uh, we are dealing with some internet <laughs> issues right now, currently, folks, which is causing us to have to be very, very creative, but we are dedicated to bringing this show to you, so if it feels a little out of cadence, now you know why. Um, now you know why. Yes. Now, 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 now you know now, why. Now, uh, <laughs> now you know why. <laughs> okay, moving right along. Uh, so number two for me, you know, just like in number three, I was talking about, you know, being able to, you know, sort of see, uh, you know, Christmas through my daughter's eyes and, um, you know, her want, you know, being a part of picking our Christmas decorations and how amazing that was for me to be a part of. Um, at number two, this is going to be my second daughter, Riley. She was only about, she was actually four months old to the day because she was born August 25th on Christmas day last year. So like when babies are four months, like they're not really reacting to very much at all, but this year she'll be a year in four months. And I think there's something that starts happening around, you know, that one year mark where kids really start to like be aware or like recognize things. Um, yeah, I remember uh, with Emerson, when she was almost a year old, we, we took her to Disneyland for the first time and she had been a fan of Mickey. And when she saw Mickey mouse at Disneyland for the first time, it was like, she lit up like a Christmas tree. 
Um, so mm. I'm very excited. You know, Riley obviously is growing up in a house that is very obsessed with Christmas and plays Christmas music in the middle of the summer and spring and pretty much any other time uh, during the year. And we've got Christmas movies like Emerson watches, you know, prep and landing all the time. So I'm yes. really, really excited to watch Riley's reaction to everything Christmas, to the lights, to just uh, the season. I think it's going to be really, really special. And I feel like, you know, we're going to start to get those photos of like Riley and Emerson together, you know, because when last year, like Riley couldn't hold herself up. So it's like, you got to hold the kid in the sure. photo, but there's like, you know, those, like, if you have siblings, there are those very like iconic photos you have from childhood where like, you're all sitting together around the Christmas tree or, yeah, um, totally. or at the Christmas sing-along and they're like holding hands and they're matching dresses and all that sort of stuff. I feel like this is going to be the year that that starts happening. And you know me guys and our listeners who've been with us for a while know that I'm well, Eric, I know you are too. And so Chris is as well. We wouldn't be here if we weren't. We're really into traditions. So like the idea of like, you know, traditions that are going to go for the next 15, 20 Christmases starting this Christmas. That's yeah. really, really, really exciting. So that's, um, it is, that's, that's my number two. What do you got, uh, coming in at number one, Eric? Number one, uh, is, I am excited for Christmas music to be being played publicly. Now, granted, <laughs> I've been I've been listening to Christmas music all along, and just listened to Christmas music two days ago. <laughs> um, but uh, my favorite part of Christmas is the music, and so I am really looking forward to uh, just the time when it's on in the stores, and it's on in the commercials, and it's on the radio. You know, my kids and I and my wife we love. Uh, Coast 103.5, which is the L.A. sort of Christmas radio station. Yeah. Um, and they, they do like Disneyland giveaways. And it's just it's just one of our most favorite times. And so for me, number one thing, looking forward to public Christmas music everywhere all the time makes me uh, a happy boy. So Christmas yeah. music everywhere. I'm so with you on that. And I feel like that does connect to my number one as well. The only way I could think to describe this was uh, I'm really looking forward to this Christmas, Christmas feeling normal again. Yeah. I feel like, you know, even though last year, like the world had started to open up again and, you know, Broadway shows were starting to do productions, like people weren't, weren't really traveling and there was still a lot of caution and there is caution right now, but I do feel yeah. like we are getting closer and closer to life returning i mean it's the new normal but like to some semblance of of normal and and to me that is going out to the stores to go shopping not choosing to shop online exclusively because you're worried about you yeah. know what you might encounter out at you know the department store or whatever it might be you know so to me and i know to you eric and chris and i'm sure so many of our listeners like what makes christmas so special is is being around other people you know, you, you can't really feel the quietness of, of Christmas unless you're out in the world, right? You can't feel yeah. the buzz of, you know, the department store unless you're out in the world. Like you don't feel the buzz of Christmas on amazon.com, you know, as convenient as it is, no. you just don't feel it. You don't hear that, that music. You don't see the decorations, you know, hanging in the store. Yeah. You don't see people taking the time to smile at each other and engage with each other in, 
in ways that they may not normally throughout the year. And I think considering everything that we have gone through collectively as a global community over the last two and a half years, I think us being able to feel safe going out into the world again and being around each other and, and, and experiencing community, um, I think is going to be really, really it's powerful. Huge. And furthermore, like you were saying, Eric, like the family aspect of it, you, you and your family traveling to Chicago to go be a part of this, you know, annual family get together. That's, that's, those are the things that have been gone for a while. Like I was just thinking two days ago, you know, obviously we chatted about this earlier in the show is like, you know, when did I fall in love with Christmas? I think it was early childhood, just seeing family together. And I had this thought the other day, I was like, yeah, that used to be so much a part of my childhood and, and my life. And that hasn't happened in a long time. We need to make that happen this year. I was like, I need to, because we have like yeah. a private family group on Facebook. I was like, I should just post on the family group and say, hey, who's down for like an old fashioned Griswold family Christmas this year? Like, let's yeah. all get together out here in Southern California. And if you can make it great, if you can't totally understand, but like, can we, can we all get together get again? Everybody together. Yeah. Yeah. Especially as there's all these new kids that are popping up in our family. I feel like this is this happens with every generation is that it gets to the point where the next generation becomes the moms and dads, right? We used to be the kids yeah, yeah. that were, you know, sort of schlepped along to these parties. And now we're the ones <laughs> where it's it's incumbent upon us to make that decision to keep those traditions alive. And I feel like considering yeah. what we've all been through in the world, like I think it's time for our generation to take that man take up that mantle and and take the baton and continue this tradition of togetherness at christmas and so definitely that's what i'm committed to and what i'm looking forward to in christmas 2022 yeah, yeah. yeah. that was a good list that was a good list everybody we hope you enjoyed it we hope you enjoyed this episode welcome to all of our new listeners and friends yes. uh thank you obviously to chris sisley our producer extraordinaire my good buddy Danny Jordan. I am Eric Peterson. Make sure you follow us on all the socials. We're on, I'm not going to try it. Danny, you do it. Uh, we are <laughs> at Christmas Countdown on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And you can follow us on Twitter at XmasPod. By the time this episode drops, guys, I think there's a good chance we're going to be over 100,000 followers. Oh my gosh. Like crazy, crazy, crazy. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you follow us on socials, rate and review, tell your friends. Get excited. We are six months away from Christmas. The countdown Eric, is officially five on. months. Thank you five for months. listening. Five months. You're right. Five <laughs> months till Christmas. And as we say on every episode of the Christmas Countdown Show, happy hop. No. Oh, my God. As we I stole your line. <laughs> Look at that, Danny. I stole your happy line. Happy holidays okay, and Merry Christmas. No. As we say on every episode of the Christmas Countdown Show, Merry Christmas. And happy holidays. We love you guys. We'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye.